and welcome to the Living Enlightened podcast. I'm Becca from Insight Cooking. That's all, folks. And we're done. And it's done. Good morning. Welcome to the Living Enlightened podcast. I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. And I'm Michelle from Michelle Price, The Lightworker. That's why I let you go most of the time first, Beck, because um, it's bloody hard. Remember last time we tried to do the intro, I was trying to do the intro and I was like, I don't even know what we're saying. What do we say? Um, I actually left a lot of that in because I thought it was very funny. (laughs) I didn't actually edit it. You could probably put that in today and not edit it out. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have a laugh. You've got to have a laugh. You Um, do. Welcome to the podcast. We are just a couple of spiritually aware chicks who have some interesting things to say, and that's why we're here today. And today our mission, as always, is to get you to learn something and give you some guidance with a card draw, an affirmation or two, or maybe just some tips and tricks. Yeah, and Beck has done a card draw, so I guess um, Beck will sort of reveal that card a little bit later. The theme for today, Beck, is spirit team. And the reason I'm doing this, and this, I can't believe the timing of this because we do record ahead of time. However, this whole week, and it's not common because Beck does readings as well. This whole week, usually it's like a lot of relationship and a lot of this is going wrong and this legal thing and this, 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 like a lot of sort of heavier stuff. This whole week, people have been coming and going, Michelle, I want to meet my spirit team. I want to talk to the star seeds. I want to go to the galactic area. Like, no kidding, every reading. And I'm like, yeah. Let's do, let's do your mission and your life purpose and everything else. So the whole week has been spent up there and I'm pointing up with my hand, um, but up in the higher vibration, like people coming in and doing past lives, but every past life reading I've done, the galactics have turned up every single one, the galactic cards come out. Um, and that's a Radley Valentine. Is that a Radley Valentine? I can't remember. Um, deck, the past life deck, but um, yeah, it's just been amazing. So the timing of this could not be better. It's absolutely amazing. So we'll get into that in a second. And, and to go with that too, um, another theme for this week, because uh, I've actually been doing a lot of work with my spirit guides and oh. raising my vibration and things. So that's what I've been up to this week, which is really, really cool. Um, and But another part of that is actually um, making space, letting go, letting mm. go. Mm. That's been a big theme this week for us too in mm. my connections, yeah. Big one. Huge, huge. Yeah. Huge. So anything else in terms of that that you wanted to add? Because, I mean, we are, we do like to sort of catch up on what we've been doing. Was there anything additional that you've been sort of doing or learning this week? Working a lot on my um, on my mediumship, actually. I've had a lot coming through with my mediumship. I saw the is... photo you put into the mentorship chat. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, well, that photo that I put into our chat was very interesting. I I was visiting some family and my sister just said, look, I want you to look at this. She said, I want to show you something. And I was like, okay. So (laughs) she she looked it up on a phone and and sent me this, um, showed me this photo and she only showed me the photo of of this lady. Um, I was expecting it to be something about, you know, to do with the family or my nieces or something like that. So she sent me this photo and I've looked at it and straight away I've just gone, oh, no, you can't do that. You have to warn me. (laughs) You have to tell me. I can't. Oh, my gosh. So I started, yeah, I started feeling a lot of things. I started getting a lot coming through with my third eye. Um, and I started um, just picking up on a lot of stuff. And uh, obviously I, I presented this to my sister and just said, look, you know, this and this and this. And um, 
told her what I was feeling and she just she said yeah she actually it was really funny it was um really funny experience but um turns out funny not was, in a ha-ha kind of way because it's actually a pretty pretty yeah, terrible no, story but yeah ha-ha. I know what definitely you mean definitely not ha-ha no 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 um but it turns out this was um a cold case murder from the 1990s here in Canberra um, and I just picked up on some things and I was pretty um, spot on from what my sister was telling me with the things that I was feeling and the things that were coming through. Um, but while I was actually looking at the photo, um, and, and I don't want to go in and mention too much about it because there is an anniversary coming up mm. between now and the end and of the year. And there's family around and, yep. Um, so I, I was actually looking at this photo and it looked to me like I was just, you know, you, you stare intently at, at the photo to just try and pick up and you you tune in and what have you. But it looked to me like her smile had changed. She had a little bit of a smile in her photo. Oh, that's interesting. And when interesting. I was looking at it, it was kind of like the smile went from just a, you know, like a, a casual, friendly, very slight smile to um, fear and shock. So it was interesting. And that sort of indicated to me that she knew mm-hmm. <clears throat> she knew who Someone's it was. Someone's looking at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, so that was her reaction at the time. Um, that's that's what that indicated to me. But it was all very, um, very interesting experience to to have. I mean, I, I do get a lot of that clairsentience and mm. and you know the, the clairvoyance sort of coming through. But this was next level, next mm. level. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wow, that's intense. Hey, what about you, Michelle? What's been going on? Uh, I can't even remember. Um, I've just been writing a few more ideas in because I, I think, look, I, you know, with me being a forensic medium, I do deal with a fair few oh. suicides and murders and unsolved uh, things. And obviously probably the biggest thing has been um, the Chris Dawson um, sentence or being found guilty, you know, because I do sort of see a lot of this stuff, you know, on a daily basis. And that's something that, you know, I know his daughter, so one of the daughters um, who's more public than the other, the other one's not super public. So I've been sort of talking to um, her for quite a while and she's um, she's been in contact with since me since the um, guilty verdict was handed down. So we don't know what's going to happen in terms of sentencing at the moment, but for those, those of you who don't know, um, Lynette Dawson went missing about 40 years ago, never been found. Um, her husband said that she basically walked away, left the kids, left him, left the house, left her whole family. Uh, and never spoke to anyone apart from him. He claims that she rang him a few times and said, hey, I'm well, I'm running away with a cult or whatever. So um, he's been found guilty of her murder. And he was a school teacher. So the Teacher's Pet podcast, very, very famous. And uh, they did a Teacher's Trial podcast, which I actually listened to. I've never heard the Teacher's Pet, but I did listen to the Teacher's Trial. The thing with um, mediumship and what Becca and I do, it's good not to know a lot of background. Otherwise, it sort of colours our perception and things like that. So I guess that's been the biggest thing this week for me, Beck, was um, seeing that come through because literally, because I get a lot of people to work on Lynette when I'm doing um, mentorship. So when I've got clients with me, I often get Lynette to come in and sort of tell them bits and pieces and see if we can get a bit more info. So I've been doing that for quite some time. And I feel like, um, you know, again, um, this is just brilliant. Um, And she always indicated that we get some sort of positive result, but just you know, not in terms of finding the remains so much. She's never really given me an indication that there's much there to find anymore, which is really sad. Um, but, yeah, a lot of my clients were messaging me so uh, when the verdict came through. So that was a big breakthrough, I felt like. And certainly um, his daughter, who believes he's guilty, the one that I know, um, is pretty uh, pretty relieved, you know, for the time being. So, 
yeah, very interesting case. So that's been my week. Mm, and lots of love, love and light to the families involved because mm. it's, it's still still a lot for everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, you never got over Definitely. it when someone tells you that your no. loved one walked away from everyone, including her own children. I mean, that's that's a lot. Uh, and it really split the family up, you know, so that's uh, unfortunate. Beck, we might get into the show. And um, what has been happening, uh, which is very relevant also this week, is the Spirit Team stuff. And for some reason, it's so funny how we set up these like talk topics and then we get to them and we go, oh my God, that's amazing. I can't believe we decided to do that then. Um, because yeah, it's just been one of those weeks where everyone, and I've been doing a lot of mentorship. So some people do like monthly with me mentorship. So on Thursday, um, or I've got a couple of new people starting as well. On Thursday, I think I did like five mentorship sessions, like in one day. And all of them came in and were like, I just want to do my life purpose. I need to figure this out. There's some stuff I'm confused about. Um, can you bring in the team? And it's like amazing. So the whole day is like super like, oh, you know, full on vibration. And it's just the best feeling. I mean, honest to God, um, I could have like danced and skipped and <laughs> skipped to my loo. Um, at the end of all of that, Beck, because a lot of people say, oh, you know, how do you get the energy and how do you keep going with your energy and, you know, energy and this and that. And it's like, honestly, when you're doing connections like that, the other ones do take a bit out of you. It really depends on what sort of thing you're doing. But um, some of the other readings and things do take a bit out of you. But um, when you're doing just spirit team, spirit guide, you know, connections, it's super high vibrational. But I guess today, um, you know, that's, that's sort of the theme for the week. And I might give a few examples. But I guess, you know, for the person at home who's listening to this, in terms of your spirit team and all of that, I feel like, you know, a lot of people kind of are aware of the term. They may not know what that means for them. Mm. But basically, we've got a bunch of beings, more ascended beings, you know, people who've sort of gone through the light, you know, ascended um, in some way, shape or form. So a lot of the time, Beck, I do find that people have, I guess, Native American Indians because I believe that they kind of figured it out in terms of ascending. And there are theories, you know, if you follow Dolores Cannon, the hypnotherapist that Beck and I've mentioned in our previous podcasts, mm -hmm. she talks to a lot of people who remember um, information about some Native American Indian tribes who literally just took their bodies with them. They didn't die a normal death, um, similar to what we were talking about with the Dalai Lama last time, yeah. um, and basically ascended. They went straight up like that took the bodies, everything, and then they just got all their little, you know, tools and implements and food and everything just kind of hanging there with no people. So that kind of makes a bit of sense to me because I do meet a lot of people with Native American Indian connections on the other side. So that's kind of what we'll be talking about today, I guess. Um, but in a general sense, the spirit team is what I work with on a daily basis. Um, that's who I go to when I need, if I'm put on the spot, you know, and I get into my head a little bit, I'll um, hand it over to my team. Um, but for an average Joe blogs, um, you know, your spirit team's always got your back. The spirit team's always yeah. there giving you that kind of nudge, push, you know, numbers, you know, all the little signs. So there's a lot for us to talk about, but I just wanted to give a kind of a general overview, Beck. You look excited. Beck wants to say I am something. excited. I am excited. I have a little story to tell about trusting your your instincts and your Ooh, spirit team right. and what have you. Here we go. So, yeah, here we go. So I was um, just drawing some cards for myself because I often do that, just draw some cards just to, you know, sort of check in in the morning or of the night time. Um, and I was drawing some cards for myself and I'm sitting there. One of my daughters was on the couch. Um, one of my older daughters was on the couch. And she's like, Mum, do you think you could draw me some cards? And I went, yeah, sure. So I'd finished up what I doing, what I was doing. And I said, what do you want to know? Is there something in particular you want? She's like, oh, no, just just a general 
just just go general. I'm like, okay, no worries. So I start shuffling the cards and start drawing out some cards and giving her this reading. And I'm, I'm telling her different things and, and I'm like, so you need to take baby steps. You don't have to get it all done at the moment. Kind of feel like you, you're not sure which direction to go. Do I go left? Do I go right? Do I go left? Do I go right? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so without giving away too much of, of the reading there, um, <laughs> she got up and she walked away. And I was like, okay. She said, thank you. And she, she sort of walked away. And I went to work that night, came home and she was there and she's, mum, I have something to tell you. I'm like, okay. She said, when you do these readings, she said, do you just kind of like make up a story and go with it or or what happens? And I'm like, no, <laughs> just don't make it up. That's hilarious. And, and um, I said, no. I said, what happens is, I said, the cards sort of guide me and then my intuition um, is, is part of it as well. So what happens there is what I get dropped in or what I'm feeling, um, you know, using my senses and, and what have you, I, I I give the messages that I feel is appropriate. That's why it's called intuitive. And she looked at me and she goes, well, I, I have something I need to tell you. I'm like, okay. She's gone, when I asked you to do a card reading for me before, um, I wanted to test out this theory. And I'm like, okay. She said, and when you started, I was sitting there and I'm like, so I want to know about left and Right, she said, but as I said that, the security camera monitor, the left side of it glitched out, like the two cameras went out because she was facing the cameras. I was sitting in front of them. She was facing the cameras. She's like, and I was, she said, and then I thought in my head, no, mum has to say it. That doesn't count. Oh, mum has to say left and right, which I did multiple times. And I what? just looked at her. What were you saying for? What were you saying? Well, what in, in, in the reading, I was saying to her that, you know, you sort of feel a bit stuck at the moment. You don't know which direction to go to. Do I take, like, do I go down the left path? Do I go down the right? Do I go left? Do I go right? This sort of thing. So I actually said the specific words that she wanted to hear to Holy prove. Holy white man. That. And um, so, you know, and, and it's interesting with working with your spirit guides and your spirit animals and the mm. angels and, and, you know, the whole spirit team, spirit team, full stop period that you need to trust and you can ask them for guidance you can ask them for signs and and what have you so the card um, that I've actually drawn today is the meerkat which is getting support from trusted group of like-minded people so this is sort of you wow. know um, looking Fine. and filtering um, as well so trusting your instincts so when you're doing this sort of work you do need to have a team of um, you've got your spirit team there, but let's go human team yep. um, that you can connect with because there, there's a few different reasons for that. One of them is it will raise your vibration and, you know, there's a space created there like a like a container, I want to say, yep. um, that sort of, you know, it can um, assist and aid what you're trying to accomplish and what you have can assist and aid other people so you sort of work as like a spiritual tribe spiritual team but it is important to trust your gut instincts about that particular group and individual because a lot of people get sort of trapped here and then they start in and they get um i don't know maybe taken for a ride um, with some groups because they don't quite fit in or they're not quite ready for those lessons that are being taught in there and they get disheartened 
from it. So it's, it's about matching up with the list of characteristics that you find trustworthy and that you want and taking a chance and letting yourself receive and be in that supportive group, um, which is a really big step in accessing your spiritual team as well because you have to have trust in them, but you need to have um, support around you as well. Sometimes, you know, in the past, you may have been burned or disappointed at one time or another when you've trusted a group or you haven't quite fit into to a particular spiritual group. Everyone experiences this. You will go in and you'll be like, yeah, no, nah, this isn't for me. I uh, don't get this. I don't feel right about this. And that's your intuition. That's your gut instincts, your intuition, um, stepping in there saying, this is not the path for you right now. But if you ask the spiritual world, this is what I want, this is what you put it out there, you'll find that you'll the universe will start opening up support for you and different different areas. Um, and don't be afraid to let others in and count on them for support in these like um, like when you find your tribe. Because if you do go in with that feeling, with that that energy, those memories memories consciously or subconsciously can filter your experience as well because you're focused on being disappointed or not fitting in or it not being the right avenue. Um, so you really need to go in there with a, a clean slate. Very good advice, Rebecca. And the spirit team, you know, as I said, I mean, everyone has a spirit team. It doesn't just mean light, light workers have spirit teams, obviously. Everyone does. But as Beck said, the tribe is really important. So you've got your teams that are working that's, I guess, invisible, you know, to a lot of people. Yep. And then you've got the actual tribe and, and, you know, this is a really big thing. We have a mentorship group that, you know, is a great group, group of women. Uh, whenever we want to sort of do any, you know, practice or, you know, test our skills out, you know, someone will chuck a photo in the chat like Beck did the other day uh, and see what people pick up. And so it's really good just to, I guess, keep using it. You know, I guess with our gift, it's um, important to keep using it. But in a general sense, again, we all have that spirit team. It just means that not all of us, you know, see it. But with, you know, your totem animal, because, I mean, you do have an animal um, or animals in your team as well. And I think that, you know, for me, I've got a horse um, and my mum's favourite animal is a horse. So I've always loved horses too. And just had a real affiliation, a real kind of being drawn to those animals. So I guess if you're listening to this as well, have a think about the animals that you're drawn to in particular, because a majority of people find that when their totem animal kind of comes in, if they are able to connect to themselves or if someone else is able to connect for them, that a lot of the time the animal that you've always just loved um, is your totem. I had a white uh, snow, I don't know if it's a snow leopard or tiger or something, but it was albino and it was white. And I told the girl and um, she said, oh my God, I'm obsessed with them. I've always been, I said the actual animal that she has always been obsessed with. So she's always like Googled them. She's got photos of them. I mean, it was ridiculous. And this white albino kind of tiger looking thing came into the room and she, I'm pretty sure she said it was like an albino snow leopard or a snow leopard or something. Um, anyway, she knew exactly what it was. So you can't even make that stuff up. You know, you can't even make it up. If you see the animal, she's like, it's my favorite animal. You're like, great. So, you know, often that is the totem. Often that is our totem. And it's handy when I say totem to go and look at whatever the animal is. And look, this is, you know, if you've got, um, we had at one point a mouse plague. So I looked up because we built in an area where it's all new developed land and we had a mouse plague. So I looked up mouse totem animal. What does that mean? Um, at one point I had a house full of frogs. I have no idea where the frogs came from. It was when we lived in Pelican Waters, which is on the Sunshine Coast. 
And we had a house full of frogs. So I looked up frog totem animals. So um, when I was at Hope Island, we had a backyard full of kangaroos. I looked up kangaroo totem animal. It's like all the animals have particular meaning, but some of them may come in at particular times of your life. You know, if you need them at that time, they're not there all the time. But my horse is my constant. So you usually have one that is sort of always there. Uh, and then the other ones may come and go for different purposes. So it really depends on what you're going through for legal battles. You know, legal battles, you might have um, a lion uh, come through or a wolf, you know, um, howl at the moon, find your voice. So just have a think about that. But it is generally an animal that you are, you know, uh, especially drawn to, um, I would say. Yesterday morning, I had my little blue fairy wren come back. Oh, little wren. Right. And, from, and I got a photo today. I got a photo yesterday. It's so, so I hard to take a photo of. And I'll show you how close it was to me wow. again. So it's and, – and this is what they do also. So you may find that there will be um, – some sort of constant if there's a message there that needs to come through or or your team's just letting you know that they're there for you um take note of of what you see because all of a sudden you might be seeing I don't know I'm going to say foxes you know a fox and one running across the road or there'll be one here or there'll be one on tv and then you'll walk past, a big one too. you know yeah um do you remember when I had those rabbits Michelle mm. in that week I had like yeah. rabbits everywhere yes not, not that I had like physical rabbits even no like images house. images in but the driveway literally there was one running down the street that I was at 10 at like 10 o'clock at night at night on my way to work mm. so it would have been you know 8 30 at night um hopping down the middle of the road in front of me I was like explain. what yeah so and the kind of stuff of that doesn't normally happen yeah, yeah, those things that don't. So pay attention to them because there's some brilliant um, messages there, and you know, they, the rep, the the messages from the spirit of those animals sort of they give you a lot of sensible advice and mm -hmm. and, and guidance. They really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the um, owl, because um, these are the things you can't explain. I remember going to my mentor's place and I dropped her off one night. We'd been out together and. I went to leave and then I realized she'd left her um, keys in the car and nothing happens by accident. So I turned around, went back, gave her a keys and then I turned back around and went to sort of go home again. And there was a white owl, pure white owl in the middle of the road. And the whole time I was on the Gold Coast, to be honest, when I was part of that paranormal group, I did sort of see owls in really weird places quite frequently. And I haven't seen an owl since I moved to the Sunshine Coast at all, like period. So it was sort of that energy down there, I think. And um, anyway, I turned back around. This owl's right in the middle of the road, a white owl. And then it it, let, it took off and it flew straight over the windscreen of my car. And I was like goosebumps, head to toe. And I was just so shocked because I just stopped. I was like, obviously, he's in the middle of the road. I'm not going to drive over him. I stopped and, I, and he did this thing. And I just sat there for ages just going, I can't believe that. I can't believe that because that night we'd actually done a paranormal investigation um, and it had gone really well. And I feel like this was just this little omen, you know, ours are like sometimes yeah. a little omen, you know, that this is, um, you know, you did a good, a good thing essentially. So, um, and I think that after that happened, I saw maybe another couple sort of in close proximity, you know, in timing. And um, normally I don't see them, you know, I just don't see them. Or I'll see an eagle, you know, when I'm driving home to go do a reading or something. I'll see an eagle fly over my car and I'll go, oh, righto. And I'll come into the reading and then someone will say to me, oh, Michelle, I just saw an eagle or, you know, something strange like that. I did actually have, it's weird with um, animals too, because um, I had a lady who said to me, 
oh, my mom, I must have, I think I said to her, oh, it's weird. I had this blue butterfly follow me home or something. And she goes, oh, are you kidding? And she goes, there was a blue butterfly um, flying around my head this, or something. It was something like that. It was the same color butterfly. I had a photo of it. She was like, oh my God. And she lived in a different state. And that happened as I was coming home to do her reading. So whether they're sort of, I guess, totem animals, I guess they are, you know, symbol of rebirth, but often they're spirit messengers as well. But, you know, her mother, her, you know, a lot of people's grandmothers, you know, sometimes they sort of jump into the spirit team and become a bit of a guide, you know, for you. Um, Sometimes it is family members as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, in terms of the human element, or when I say human element, I guess the more ascended master sort of side of things, um, as I said before, you know, the spirit team for you, you know, who's listening at home, who isn't sort of doing this sort of light work all the time, um, the benefit of having those people around is that they can give you those little messengers. So the little pushes and prods, um, the numbers are a big one, uh, waking you up early in the morning. So between 3 and 6 a.m. So if you're waking up between those hours and you're sort of lying there idly wondering why am I awake, Uh, a lot of the time that is your spirit team giving you downloads of information. So uh, when I say that to people, often it makes sense to them because they're like, what's going on? Why did I wake up? Why can't I go back to sleep? But you're in that sort of dreamlike state and that's a really good opportunity for your team to drop in the information you need. You may not remember it and a lot of people get frustrated at that. Um, You may not remember it immediately, but the idea is that it's going into your system and then when you need that information, where did that come from? How did I know that? You know what I mean? So that's a really important one. You've had that, Beck, over the years? Yeah. Excuse me. Yes, I have. (laughs) Yeah. So for most people, that sort of makes sense, um, you know, when you say it, but they don't always realise what it is. And the only reason I thought about it was um, because it was happening to me a lot. Like it's usually it'll go for like a week or so and then it won't happen for a while and then it'll go for about a week or so. So when that happened, um, I Googled it. I was like, what does this mean? And that's what came up. (laughs) said that my team was doing downloads with me. So um, it's kind of handy, I guess, to kind of know what they're doing and why. But basically, um, to explain as well, we've got the guardians. Sometimes people get a bit confused um, between all the different things. We've got a couple of guardian angels um, that I believe come down with us with our little book. So the little book that sort of explains what we're going to be doing in this lifetime, maybe a bit of our soul path or soul journey. Um, And then we've got that um, team. And look, I've got, I don't know about Beck, but I've got a um, Roman emperor in my team. I've got an American Indian. I've got an Aboriginal person. And what's interesting about all the people that I've got in my team, I've got a strong kind of Maori connection and I married a Kiwi as well. So what I notice is I read for a lot of Kiwis. I read for a lot of people in India and I've, I've got Indian heritage. My great grandmother's Indian, but I also have an Indian person in my spirit team. So I find that a lot of people in India look me up, New Zealand. I don't have any Native American Indian clients, but I've got a lot of Aboriginal clients. And I didn't realize I had an Aboriginal guide for quite some time. And then when he became a parent, all of a sudden, I met an Indigenous elder, an auntie up here. And then all of a sudden, I'm reading for a lot of Indigenous clients. And I've got a lot of regulars who are Indigenous, Aboriginal Indigenous. So I, I just wonder, Beck, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I just sort of wonder sometimes whether your spirit team members who are from different parts of the world, whether they're the ones that are bringing in those nationalities sometimes, because I see a bit of an overlap with that. I would say I would say yes because you know and and this has happened for for both of us and, and mm. so many people we know Michelle where we've just gone um, okay I really need to get this done this week or I need to do this and we've put it out there and and like things it's just, happened it it happens so um, look um, one of my other sisters 
I've got, I've got lots of sisters. Mm, got you do. Way too many sisters. And one brother. I love them all. And one brother. Um, but one of my other sisters uh, had recently just left Canberra to move to Western Australia and was moving over there for a job opportunity. Okay. Um, and that that was, I think, the push she needed to get out of Canberra to 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 move over that side. So this this opportunity came up. I had done a reading for her and I said, "You're moving." She's like, "No, no, no." I said, "Yes, you are going in water." Mm. And she's like, "No, no, no." And I'm like, "You are." So and then she rang me up and she's like, "So uh, I got offered a job." I'm like, perfect. She said, "But it's in Western Australia." I'm like, "Not so wow, perfect." Wow, what a surprise! <laughs> Not so yeah. perfect. That's really bittersweet because I love you and I don't want you to go but you need to do this. So anyway, she's gotten over there and with her with her health as well, there was, you know, she was getting a, a bit of treatments and things here in, in Canberra, but she's gone over there and changed health providers as well. And now she's not taking the job because she's focusing on a different, different avenue. something else, different oh. avenue, but she got over there and the the health advice and the support she has there is like 150% on what she had here. Isn't amazing? So many things that they had missed or hadn't done, tests, mm. things like that, and so much more information they had there. Wow. This particular set of people that are there supporting her with their health now as opposed to who was here, like so many tests and things Brilliant. that they had missed. Um, so, and I said to her, I said, isn't it amazing how – how the universe lines things up for you if you if you're willing to let it in and mm -hmm. she was willing to let in that job offer to go over there um so she's moved over there she's now decided right. well no that's not my priority this is my priority but Total she wouldn't have that information if she didn't move over there for the job precisely so that's what happens and this is the same sort of thing michelle like with our with our teams i, I believe that yes our lineage and our heritage and, and those sorts of things has a major impact on what comes through mm. for us. Mm. What's and interesting I wanted, with – oh, sorry. No, I just wanted to put it out there for the listeners. Um, maybe send us a message at, uh, you know, like living, living in life 33 at gmail.com um, um, and, and let us know what has happened with you that you thought your path was going on this way but it was actually – you feel like it was being guided to go to put you on track again. Mm. What's interesting with that, just about your sister, Beck, as well, is that a lot of people want to know exactly what it's going to look like. And this is a good example of that, where a lot of people say to me, I give them this, you know, the idea, you're going to move to this place, it's going to happen, this is what the house looks like, whatever. And they're like, yeah, but like, what's going to happen then? And what's what does that mean? And how does that work? And what what's the breakdown? And break it down more and you're and it's like, that's a good example where we didn't know all of that was going to happen about your sister. We knew that she was yeah. going to go to WA. We knew that there was a job there, but we didn't know about the health system. We didn't know about all that, that stuff. So yeah. it's like, we don't have to always know all of those things, but it's an unexpected bonus, if you like, whereas a lot of people get caught up in the, oh my God, what's going to look like? What's going to happen when I move to WA? What's a job? D -d -d. And yep. people just get caught up in the detail, you know, and we buffet. just want to relax. Exactly. Yeah. So there's certain things we're supposed to know. And this is where the team is important because the team will guide you to a certain point, but you don't always have to know exactly the breakdown, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, there's some trust. You've just got to trust. You get a bit of info and then you've got to kind of trust. It's a bit of a leap of faith. 
I think um, one of the biggest takeaways for everyone is to check, like keep a check on their own vibration and how they're feeling and, and where they're going. And this um, will actually bring in, you know, open up avenues for them to be able to connect and and be aware of the signs and, and the messages and, you know, the, the, the impulses you get from spirit, from, from our guides and our spirit team. Um, and so keeping your vibration up, obviously we've spoken about this before, but it's things like, you know, listening to Hertz music, changing um, your your mindset. So, I mean, life, life can be life. It can be really crappy sometimes and it can throw a lot of stuff at you. But, you know, trying to, to figure out a, a better feeling thought. Um, something I did with a young girl the other week was uh, we went down to the pond and um, I used the pond as an example of, of her hopes and dreams and, and her excitement and everything that she had going for her, everything ahead of her. Um, water is about our emotions, so really, really quite relevant. And um, I picked up a few rocks and I said, you know, sometimes people are going to throw words at you or they're going to do things and they're not going to feel good and when they throw them at you into your hopes and dreams this is what happens and I threw the rock in and it set off this little ripple that went up and so I was explaining this to her and I said so let's throw let's let's get rid of let's wash away all of those thoughts and those words and these things that are upsetting you and and let's try and change our mindset a little bit just to help us lift up a bit so we did this and we threw in rocks for not feeling safe. We threw in rocks for um, wanting to be not feeling happy, not this, not that, not that. I'm not going to go too much into those emotions, um, but you get the idea. So on the flip side, after we ran out of rocks, we went and found some more rocks. And I said, well, let's go fix it. Let's figure it out. So you're not feeling happy. What's, what's, what do you want to feel? I want to feel happiness and I want to feel joy. Okay, let's throw that rock in there and let's watch the ripples. So we threw the rock in there and all the ripples sort of came out, you know, that it goes plonk, splash into the thing and all the ripples sort of came out. And um, in, at the end of it, after she had let go of all these rocks and she's starting to feel stronger and better and it was just that grounding exercise to help raise her vibration um, overall. So the very last one was her power rock. And I gave her this big rock. I intentionally made it a big rock. Um, and and I gave her this rock. But And I said, this one's – because we had, like, courage. We had all sorts of things. Um, and I said, this is your power rock. I said, and this means that you've taken back your power and you've taken back control of those emotions because you're responsible about how you feel, not how well, – you know, other people aren't responsible for how you feel. It's how you handle it. So she threw in this power rock and it was the most amazing thing. She's thrown it in, it's splashed and made its ripples, but at the same time it sort of went into the water, it kicked off little shards, I guess, or little rocks, mm. like it broke. So all these other little ones came off and that was just a moment for her where she was just like, wow, look at that. That was my rock, but then all these other ones came off and they've gone out there and sent extra ripples out for me. Um, and then, of course, we found the feather. Mm. Um, afterwards so you know just that mindset changing that mindset lifting yourself up and there are so many different ways you can do it it can be just as simple as and we've said this before also on the show um, having a bath 
with some Epsom salts and some oils or just, you know, make yourself a cup of tea, have some water with you when you're in the bath, have a you know, nice warm bath soak, drink some water, helps clear and ground and, and filter out, you know, mm. so many things you can do. But the vibration is, is one of the biggest things um, because you're not closed off then and then you can access so much easier. That information. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Becca, I guess uh, in closing, I wanted to just say about the spirit team that uh, think about your personality and the things that you're really passionate about and maybe the work that you do or are wanting to do because a lot of the time when I'm looking at people's spirit teams, there's um, Kuan Yin, who's divine goddess, and she was um, human, so she did have a human life. But um, a lot of the time when I talk about, oh, the lotus flower, feminine, you know, all of that, a lot of the time the women are working with other women. Mm. I'm reading for so uh, a lot of the time I have philosophers um, in people's teams whether it's you know Jung or um, you know Plato or Socrates or any of those guys and um, quite often you'll find that that person that has that person in their team is a real seeker you know they like to ask questions um, and look for the answers as mm. opposed to being a bit of a sheep and just sort of following along you know with what everyone else is doing so um, it's interesting I guess to look at the spirit team of people and sort of look at your own personality and why you're doing what you're doing, especially if you have that real sense of, you know, justice or, you know, if you are really into magic, you know, spells and things like that, quite often you'll have like a Merlin or somebody like that in your team. Um, and it's interesting, you know, even doing healings, suspect does, um, you know, Reiki as well, even doing healings, often I'll find members of people's spirit teams will show up and one lady, because um, I said to this lady, I was really confused. I had this Native American Indian and then I felt like you have wings or something. And she laughed and she said, yeah, I've got a Native American Indian that shows up with um, like angel wings or he sort of transforms. He goes between two different shapes. And um, that was quite entertaining. And then another lady came in and I went, uh, do you work with Jesus? And she laughed and she said, my spirit guides um, tells me his name is Jesus. And it's this little sense of humor thing. They've got a sense of humor. Um, so it's a little joke they have between the two of them. So um, that really resonated with her and she kind of knew that I, I guess I was telling the truth um, because you can't really make that up. <laughs> but um, just have a think about that, I guess, because, you know, a lot of the time, um, you know, Beck and I won't know what we're looking at when we're sort of doing spirit team stuff. But I've got a couple of clients who have had their spirit guide drawings done. So we might be describing what they look like and then they present the picture and you just go, holy, holy moly. Um, and I did have, Beck, this is interesting. In someone's spirit team, I had a healing angel come in and I was like I don't even know what that is uh, I know there's Raphael you know who does healing but um this was like a healing angel and I described this woman um, that I was seeing and then my client presented a photograph or a drawing like a drawing of this person um and all this being and she said that's actually a healing angel and it was exactly as the outfit and everything was the same and um she said that's a healing angel she'd been told that by the um spirit guide drawer so, you know, if you do want to get to know your team, um, you could go and see someone like that. Go and get a spirit guide drawing done at an expo. Um, there's plenty of people around that do that. And um, Wanda Shipton is very famous in terms of doing that sort of work. And I might even put that into the uh, show notes. Uh, Wanda Shipton actually does the drawings and she does a little bit of um, a reading. She's pretty old now, but I do have some clients of mine. She's on the Gold Coast um, who have actually been to kind of see her and they've learned how to draw from her um so that's pretty amazing and if you're not um you know i guess psychic yourself or you're having trouble raising your vibration to the point where you can actually um connect to your own guides 
then uh, seeing someone like Wanda um, or the like, you know, someone at an expo uh, could be a really good idea for you to be able to sort of connect uh, in your own way. So I'll put uh, Wanda's show, uh, link into show notes. Looks like she's got a Facebook page. I'm just having a little look while we're talking. So that might be a good way for you to actually connect to your own team. Uh, but do you have to think about your personality and the things that you're really passionate about? Because more often than not, I find that your spirit team will um, sort of consist of those kinds of people. Um, yeah. The other thing, just briefly as we finish up, is um, have a look for children in your team as well. So I do find that often people have uh, little people, so children in their team, uh, whether it's your own children or just a child, you know, in general, um, I do find that, um, yeah, a lot of people do have uh, children in their teams as well. So um, I do get a bit confused sometimes because I see the child and I sort of think, oh, um, you know, we've got a little person we've lost or something like that. And sometimes people will say, well, actually, no, like I don't, I don't believe I've had any losses. And then we have to look a little bit deeper and we often find that, um, yeah, they've got this uh, child in their spirit team. So once I realised that, um, a lot of things actually made uh, sense, you know, for a lot of my yeah. other clients. And and just that too, just touching on the the um, healing angel and the children, um, you know, a lot of the children coming through, like being born to Earth and where we are at the moment, are Earth angels, and it's it's funny how like I find in particular that I'll be out at the shops or something, and I'll all of a sudden just you know. <laughs> Not that I'm looking for it, but I will mm. be in the shops and I'll make eye contact with this child. And it's like there's a different sort of connection. You sort of, I, I look at them and I think, yep, you know, you've still got it all. You've yeah. still got it all. You know. Yeah, yeah they still um, remember. Yeah, they still remember. And just the way that they handle their parents is hilarious sometimes. Mm. Like, you know, we're going to do this and this and this. Well, I want to do this and I think we could do this and then do this. Mm. Oh, okay. And the parent's like, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, they've really got an opinion. Yeah, 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 they definitely do because they know what's going on. Very cool. Very cool. Very connected. All right. So, Beck, that was um, really great. And we were just talking about what we do next because we've got some really good ideas uh, coming mm. up in terms of different show ideas. But as always, Beck mentioned our email address. If you've got any ideas for us that you'd like us to talk about or things you'd like us to look at, um, you can email us at livingenlightened33 at gmail.com uh, or you can just message us through um, Podbean. So Podbean is what we use to uh, broadcast this podcast. So whatever's easy for you, uh, messages, let us know what you're interested in. One thing that is prevalent at the moment though, and I want to talk about next time, is online dating. And I find that that's something that's quite, you know, it wasn't around, I guess, when I was dating so much um, and I didn't really get into it. I've never really done it at all. Um, but it is something that's quite important for a lot of my clients. And um, one of my clients has been to me with a few different people wanting to have a look at these different people and shows me the photograph and it's tricky Beck, to know what to say and uh what you know if it's genuine and stuff like that sometimes i just get an outright kind of red flag with them and i just go don't go there it's not the right person but we did have an instance where the photo looked like the person that um her mother who's in spirit had described as being her future you know great love um certainly the photo looked like that but i just said to her look i don't know that that is that person that's the only problem but, you know, it's just an interesting one. It presents a lot of, um, I guess, difficulties. And I feel like a lot of uh, mediums, you know, and people who do this kind of work probably don't want to go near that sort of stuff because it is tricky and mm. it is a bit hard to sort of tell, is it genuine or is it not? 
Um, so I thought it might be worthwhile to sort of touching base and talking about that because a lot of people are going through it. I feel like it'll be really relevant. Absolutely. And, and even just as a follow on from this episode with your spirit team, um, again, it's all about trusting that intuition. If mm. you're having doubts or you're feeling uneasy or That's just that. something's not sitting right, um, you know, it's, it's going to be an interesting, interesting mm. topic next yep. week. And it always I, involves money. Also seemingly. found and managed to put up the fairy red pick on there. I as saw well. it. It's so beautiful. The coloring and everything. It's gorgeous. So precious. And gorgeous. it's like and right really at close. my feet. Really yep, close. Right at yeah. my feet. <laughs> I can't believe it because I did try and get a lot of photos when I was in Tassie because um, I saw a few down there, but um, they're so fast. It's pretty much impossible. So that's yeah. pretty incredible um, and very uh, rare, I would suggest. Beautiful. Um, yeah, gorgeous. I've got one in my fridge. I've got a magnet because I thought that was so pretty. Um, I've got a little magnet with one on Well, it was in Tassie. All okay. right. Well, have a beautiful day, Beck, and I'll uh, talk to you next time about online dating. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs>